The National Trust is one of the most beloved institutions in our United Kingdom. And it's enjoying a very special anniversary. Because four months ago today, I decided to make a podcast about it. In this edition of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast, I'll be taking you through the creation of what YouTuber PewDiePie called Europe's largest conservation charity. And I'll be unearthing some little-known secrets about the National Trust from the front page of its website. Mike Prowse, the holiday man who does things on his own. But first, some Twitter followers have responded to my shout-out for your favourite National Trust properties. Spizgrong55555 says she loves to visit the water wheel at Horton Mill. It's amazing to her that there were three working wheels on the site in the 1850s. Kiltory69 has fond memories of trips with his mother to the gardens at Hanbury Hall in Worcestershire. Happy memories there for Kiltories. And finally, we've a fan here of Fountains Abbey in North Yorkshire. Surely it's England's best-preserved early Cistercian monastery. Thanks to Crunkbitch499 for sending in that one. OK, I'm just approaching the first stop on my journey of National Trust discovery. And I've been contacted by the Trust's communications manager. Rakesh says the Trust's doing its best to lower the age of the average visitor, which, according to him... Is 208 and I think he needs to take another look at that figure. But he has promised a Mike Prowse exclusive about the next stage in their plans to draw in a younger crowd. More on that later. I spend so much time researching and creating the Solo Travel Podcast. I thought I didn't have time to build a website, but Squarespace made it easy. With a range of easy-to-use templates and 24-hour online support, they showed me that I might travel solo, but they were right behind me when it came to my website. Thanks, Squarespace. I'm just approaching Alfriston Clergy House in Sussex, the very first property taken over by the National Trust. The new charity bought this ramshackle place in 1896, and it was here, just two years later, that housekeeper Bess Lumsden invented the internet. She had dreamed of, quote, an easily accessible combined compendium of knowledge, retail opportunities and pornography which I can readily access from my table. End quote. To this end, she installed a letterbox in the wall of the scullery through which she could post small chits of paper on which she wrote her terms of search, such as when is market day, how tall is Queen Victoria and Handsome military man flushed from exercise, disrobing. Okay, I'm just heading into the building. I'm inside, and where are we? 
there is the letterbox. Right, so on the other side of this letterbox, a paid boy from the parish school would be on hand to receive the paper chit, scurry to the village library, school teacher or erotic lithographer, and return quickly with what we'd now call her results. The system worked well for seven months, until local businesses realised they could pay the schoolboy to inundate Bess's letterbox with unwanted offers of fresh produce, inaccurate heights of monarchs, and a tide of ever more risque lithographs of military men. Soon, Bess Lumsden concluded her engine of considerations was more trouble than it was worth. She sealed up this letterbox, dismissed the schoolboy, and instantly became more productive. How could she have known that around a century later, Tim Berners-Lee, sitting in a laboratory in Switzerland, would create the World Wide Web, and finally satisfy his own quest for erotic drawings of military men. Squarespace is an easy way to get your business online. I'm not actually sponsored by Squarespace, but they seem nice. And seeing as I've gone to the trouble of making this advert without any formal relationship with them, or indeed any contact with them at all, I'm hoping they will now forward me £220. Squarespace. Possibly supporting the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast. I'm intrigued by the Trust's plan to draw in a younger crowd. It's an organisation with a chequered history. It was discovered in the 1960s that almost 80% of its country houses contained a working meth lab. And in 1979, a select committee was tasked with finding out how the charity had spent almost half of its annual budget on a space programme. But nothing rocked the National Trust like the 1980s reign of Chief Executive Wally Crompton, an ambitious former Liberal MP parachuted into the role after he'd been passed over for Poet Laureate. Crompton immediately instigated a controversial advertising campaign which led to accusations of plagiarism. A string of billboards declared, Beans means the National Trust. You only get a new with the National Trust, and go to the National Trust on an egg. But a bigger scandal was around the corner, when this note Crompton had given to his secretary was made public. Roses are red, violets are blue. If your age was in question, I'd carbon date you. I'm Wally Crompton. I'm roundly admired. Have sex with me Thursday, or I'll make sure you're fired. The floodgates opened. Thirteen women and four men in the organisation came forward with similarly lewd and threatening stanzas. Head of Grounds Thomas Bamford found this Robert Burns-inspired note in his jacket pocket. You'll say I did, and I'll say I didn't. You'll take my hush money. Cause your mam needs that kidney. As the pressure mounted, the most shocking revelation came from Mrs. Thatcher herself. After one meeting, she found this 
written on her notepad. Let me languish in your eyes. Mrs Thatcher, let's surmise that couldst I for one moment's giving cease my chief executiving, how canst thou know the truth I'm shielding? I'm having sex with all those buildings. The thought that Crompton had turned his insatiable appetites from his staff to the actual stately homes themselves appalled Mrs Thatcher. She immediately dispatched an SAS team fresh from the Iranian embassy siege on a simple mission. Stop the chief executive of the National Trust from having sex with stately homes. The four-man assault crew tracked Crompton and descended on him while he was intimately engaged with a south-facing wall of Barrington Court, a restored Tudor mansion in Somerset. As he was dragged away to an undisclosed location, the disgraced chief executive roared, I'll be back. The National Trust will pay for this. You haven't heard the last of Wally Crompton having sex with old buildings. His depraved reign was over. There were medals for the SAS team. The wall was demolished. And Mrs Thatcher went on to win two general elections. Despite my creation of a free advert for them, no word back from Squarespace. I remind them that I am the UK's foremost travel podcaster, and if they don't cough up soon, it's their loss. I can easily make a Harry's Razors ad, or do the other one, the food box people who send you chopped up veg for £9. Well, I'm heading to my next location where I'm promised an exclusive in the Trust's efforts to attract younger visitors. Whatever it is, it's being revealed here at Historic Godolphin in Cornwall. So it's been quite a trip. Still, it's worth it. Efforts to open up heritage to a new generation are important. And if we're to be... It's Rakesh. Okay, he can now give me some more information. So, there's some briefing notes. The Trust has historically faced challenges, rising costs of upkeep, broader leisure landscape for the mid-30s, chief executive having sex with the buildings, blah, blah, blah. Ah, it seems the new initiative is... It's a discount for parents with babies and a whole set of baby play zones. Interesting. It's not dissimilar to my local hospital, which seems to have a whole section dedicated to babies, and it's really busy. I think this is clever marketing. Could be a big draw for those mid-twenties, early-thirties mums and dads. I'm looking forward to checking this out. They've asked me to give it a bit of a push, so here goes. Give your little ones the gift of incredibly old buildings with our discount baby saver and associated fun zone. Under ones will love our Barbar the Elephant branded antique teething rings, now fully compliant with the international ivory ban. And there's lots for tots to learn thanks to our specially commissioned short film presented by TV's Mr Tumble, Shadows of the Past, making sense of empire in a divided Britain. 
and we're pleased to announce, after a rigorous training rollout, you are now 30% less likely to be told to stop breastfeeding by one of our volunteers. That doesn't include you, Jesse Baker of Ipswich. You may have gained a lot of sympathy on Twitter, but as you well know, you were not told off for breastfeeding, you were told off while breastfeeding. There is a difference. Chavenage House welcomes breastfeeding mums, just not in Oliver Cromwell's bed. Despite my reaching out to them, Squarespace say they had never asked for an advert and that solo travel as a concept doesn't share any synergies with our brand. So if you want a website that says, I can't afford a proper website, give Squarespace a go. After all, it's only your entire brand that's at stake. And by the way, Squarespace, screens are rectangular, absolute chances. Unbelievable. Okay, here we go. I'm in the beautiful Godolphin Hall, just about to enter the new baby fun zone. So let's have a look. Ah, right. It's, um, it's a pretty dark room. Quite empty. Is that a kind of play mat and a a big cot in the corner. Let's have a look. What is that? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Let me out. Get me out! Oh my god. <sighs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but a baby play area should give little ones the chance to learn through play. They are not dedicated areas where elderly men can dress as babies. Rakesh apologised and said he had no idea how the Trust's innocent project had been targeted by a paraphilic infantilist. But nothing spoils a fine Regency drawing room like a very elderly man writhing around in a nappy declaring he needs to go pot-pot and asking Mummy, in this case a fully grown male travel podcaster, to kiss it better. I will not be returning. That's all from this episode of the Mike Prowse Solo Travel Podcast. And if I've learned anything this week, it's that public bodies need... Oh, hang on. There's a note in my pocket. Oh, my God. You know, I thought I recognised that 90-year-old baby. Listen to this. I soiled my nappy in the National Trust... Your plans were derailed by the power of my lust. I'll reveal through Mike Prowse that I won in the end. I'm Wally Crompton and I've had my revenge. What a palaver, what a to-do. Goo goo gaga. 
Gaga Goo Goo.